0: Welcome back to the Future Is Green podcast. Today we're just going to talk
1: about some of our fig favorites. Yes, so this is a very impromptu episode, but we're excited to share some fig faves with you. And also, we'd love to hear about your favorite brands. Sustainability is obviously a plus, but if there's anything that you're loving, let us know. Lydia, what is your top fig fave right now? It could be anything—books.
0: Drinks, food. Okay. Top, you tell me. Top big favorite right now. I'll just start with books. I feel like it's kind of an easy one. I recently picked up the book called The 5 a.m. Club. Definitely was drawn to it on the shelf with the orange spine. I just love a bright orange color. It matches my dorm aesthetic right now. But also, the idea of waking up every day at 5 a.m. for some reason because I'm insane is appealing. I always say that I'm going to wake up early and go to the gym and I usually do it, but never really at 5 a.m. unless I'm like extremely, extremely motivated for some reason. So making that a habit, I think this book's going to help me. I'm excited to actually like get reading. I mean, early rise, right?
1: They say early bird gets the word. Exactly. yeah. Yeah. Do you have any favorite books or podcasts you're listening to right now? Yeah, I'll touch on a few podcasts. So... I've been doing lots of walks recently. Unfortunately, a few more weeks until I can start exercising again, but a few recent ones. I love Mel Robbins. She goes into a lot of relationships and understanding yourself better and others. Great. Love her. And then one of my favorite rappers, his name is Mike, and he has one called You Never Know. And it's just fun and
0: real and thought provoking. Those sound great. I'll have to check them out. I think a consistent one for me is It's Me Tinks. uh love Tinks. I mean, she uploads a lot. So there's always something new to listen to. And I was just in the car for 10 hours yesterday driving back to school. stuck in DC post-holiday traffic. That was super fun. But I got to listen to a ton of podcasts. So that was a plus. Another one, I'm blanking on the name of the podcast, but it's with Eli Rallo, who has an Instagram that's pretty vibrant. She originally started during, like, the initial COVID quarantine with, like, a funny account called The Jar, and it was, like, her family's snack um, mix that they would make, like, in this huge glass jar in their kitchen, like, it was just something fun and, like, silly to, like, look at during quarantine, like, I even made one with my sister, because what else was there to do? Um, What was in your jar, though? Tell me. I mean, lots of gluten-free goodies. I think we did... (laughs) Gluten-free goodies. Always. Um, I think we did, like, gluten-free, like, the pretzel sticks, Panda Puffs,
1: Ooh, like the peanut butter, so yeah. Oh my
0: gosh, so good. Okay, not dairy free, but I put in some M Ms because I just love M Ms. put almonds, popcorn, maybe raisins. That's controversial, I know. I love raisins, but a lot of people like hate them. My sister's not a fan, so she'd like pick around it to eat it. But yeah, I don't know. So that was like <laughs> long story short. That's a podcast that I really like to listen to right now. And she's currently writing a book. I think she actually just finished the draft. Wow. And I think it's getting released like spring 2023. So that's on my read list. Can't yet, but I will eventually. Soon. Soon, yeah,
1: for sure. So how big was the jar? I'm just, I think I need to make one.
0: Maybe a holiday jar. I don't have an ounce idea for you, but like. Sorry guys, you can't see this. But like, yay hi! Like, I think he was this big. big jar. It was pretty big. We had like a little like scoop to like get the. That's, That's fun. Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun.
1: I feel like I recall seeing her briefly. Yeah, good energy though. We do a fake jar. We should do a, a green
0: <laughs> fake snack jar.
1: I feel like there's not a lot of green fun stuff. Maybe I'm if wrong. If you can think
0: of green things that would fit nicely into like a t- DIY trail mix, like. Let us know. Send a DM. I'm we'll thinking, send
1: you a sample in her Yeah, we'll
0: send you a sample. I'm thinking right now, just off the top of my head, like dried kiwi, maybe uh gosh, I don't even I mean, I don't like these, but they do like the are they freeze dried? Like are the like pea snap uh, I'm talking about? I don't really like those, but like they're green. I do. Okay, then you could eat that. I think it minute, might but, make a weird flavor dynamic. In the they do some weird things. Hey, sometimes, weird isn't always Sometimes bad. hers isn't even gluten-free. They'll throw on like, Oreos. Whoa. I mean, you can get gluten-free Oreos now, so that's a plus. The Oreo community is thankful. I'm very thankful. I love a good Oreo. And they're naturally vegan, which, that is terrifying. Really? Yes. Even the non-gluten-free ones are vegan. Wow, I did not which know that. Which is weird, because, like, number one, chocolate, and then also, that cream in the center, like, you would think it's, that? like, milky, like, whatever. It's just, like... Chemical sugar. I learned that when I had like my vegan phase in high school after watching like a slaughterhouse video in health class about like the like the meat industry, and I was like so heartbroken. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be a vegan. You can ask my mom about this. Actually, this is like so true. I like went home. I told her like, hey, I'm vegan now, and she's like, okay, like just made dinner. You're just not gonna eat it. I was like, no. So what did I have for dinner? I think I seriously had Oreos and, like, Lucky Charms or something. Some cereal that's vegan that's, like, totally junk. And she's like, you can't just eat junk food. And I was like, I'm not. It's vegan. It's healthy. So moral of the story here, just because it's vegan does not mean it's healthy. Wow. I am. You got to get your and protein in and other ways, not just from <laughs> Oreo cream that is somehow vegan. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so scary. Scary
1: indeed. Like, that's haunted me, actually, I think. Sunday scaries have carried over into today,
0: Monday. One of your go-to snacks right now. I love Go Macro bars. They're gluten-free and vegan. And some of the flavors are nut-free, which I have, like, really bad stomach issues. And, like, every once in a while, I feel like I have a flare-up from what I'm hoping isn't, but I think maybe almonds. And so to get a good protein bar, and that's a vegan protein that doesn't contain almonds is really, like, nice, like, when I'm having, like, you know, that time of whenever. So, the heartwarming chocolate chip Go Macro Mm -hmm. Bar is a personal fave. Do you like the oatmeal one? Yeah, that one's good, too. Rx Bars are really good, too. They have almonds in them, but, like, they seem to be fine, and they have a lot of good flavors. I actually, this morning at Oak House had gingerbread. Back in season. Yeah, finally. It's the best. (laughs) Thank God. I feel like I'm going
1: to always break my teeth on the RX bars. I know.
0: I don't bite into it. I, like, hold it and, like, rip off a little piece of my hand and put it in my mouth and, like, chew it. It's so sticky. Like If you've never had an RX bar, it's, like, date-based, I think. So it's really, it's really chewy. But because they're sort of, like, room temp, like, they get kind of, like, soft. But they're kind of, like, malleable. But, yeah, a little, like, hard to bite off because of the almond pieces in it and i don't know about you but it always like gets in my teeth like i yeah. feel like it's like very tacky when you're like chewing it so you need to have a water it's like. an acquired texture taste is, and consistency say, taste is always fire right. you have to get used to the text the consistency and the texture of it for sure another snack i'd say i love are like energy bites mm. i need to find a good recipe that i can make on my own though every time i make them I'm like, mm, okay, good. You've made good ones though. They're hit or miss. I don't write down what I make though is the issue. <laughs> like I get in the kitchen and I just like guess, like, oh, this might be good with this. Make a batch, put them in the fridge an hour later. I'm like, oh, it's really good. Go to make it again the next time. What's what's off? I don't know. So, artist choice. Artist choice. Yeah. We've we've had good ones and bad ones, but or All like, the ones I've had, I have to say. Yeah. 10 10. I mean, we've both tried a bunch from like places around here and like on our travels and stuff. Like I think, well, personal day for me was like in my hometown. So in Pennsylvania, there's a cafe called Slate, and they have ones that are so delicious. It's like oats, peanut butter, chocolate chips. I forget what else. And I'm not gonna say what else. <laughs> because I was entrusted actually with the recipe from the sweetest owner ever who told me if I don't sell them and don't share the recipe, I can have a picture of it. So I should try to make those ones because I do have the recipe for it. I don't know why I haven't done The much. secret recipe. The secret recipe. So those ones are great. And also Pure Vita cafes, like in the Miami, Florida area are super, super good. I had the almond butter ones and I brought home some for Ireland. She they were them. so good. Oh my God. They're so fire. I think
1: one of my go-to snacks right now, which it's a weird one for me because I've, I don't want to say I've been anti-cottage cheese, but I've (laughs) never been drawn to cottage cheese. And I feel like I've talked to you about this a little bit recently. I don't know what it is, but I love it. And Good Culture has a lactose-free one. And this is my first impression of cottage cheese. Like I really have only had Good Culture, but I really like it. I put pomegranate on it and blueberries and a little bit of honey. I don't know. It's, it's something new. I don't know if it will stay, but
0: I'm liking it right now. That sounds, I don't know. I want to say it sounds good. If I liked cottage cheese, I would say that combination of things sounds really great. Personally, just can't get, can't get on, on board with the cottage cheese. Fair. But
1: teach their I've own seen, i've seen
0: pictures of yours like on instagram and stuff and like it looks nice like if you like that to quote eli rallo i'm not gonna yuck your yum so if you like it you go like, <laughs> thank you kind of going off that wave though and of course you're gonna hear me reference almonds again like here's the thing if i find out through testing that i am in fact allergic or intolerant to almonds my life is going to be in shambles because i drink almond milk every single day, multiple times a day in my coffee. And like when I make oatmeal, I love almond butter. I think it's superior to peanut butter. I just take a handful of almonds when I need a little, pick me up, like I'm a big almond girl, but I have like the almond mom energy going a little bit. Like I love almonds. This snack is probably one of my favorites at nighttime before I go to bed, like if I need like a little tiny sweet treat and I don't know what I want, but I'm like, okay, yeah, this is like pretty balancing. It seems okay. I'll do a little dish of fresh blueberries drizzle on some almond butter and then put flax seed on it and eat it with a fork and it's so good and originally I couldn't figure out like why do I like this like it's kind of like weird like I'm not gonna lie like I know that's weird like that's such a strange thing to eat but it's like eating the toppings off of an acai bowl and not actually eating the acai that's what it is because Aww. I used to order at the acai bowl restaurant at home like almond butter seeds blueberries whatever That's literally the top of my bowl. I'm just eating the top of my bowl. Live, love, all side. And it's easy. Like you really only need three ingredients, and you can even do it with peanut butter. I've done that too, and it's really good. So that might I might have to introduce that into my nighttime routine. No, it's it's pretty fire. Routines. That's a good one. We're big routine people. I don't know that we do the same routine. I'm interested. What is your like ideal nighttime routine? Not a crazy night when you're up like super late studying, like. If you're actually, you know, checking off the list in bed by 12, what does that night look like before you're hitting the bed? So I'll (laughs) reference
1: quick the box. Um, (laughs) I started making, there's a lot, there's probably 20 habits on there, but I've introduced them slowly over the past probably six months or so. Pretty much a new habit every week and just small things. Yeah, Really trying to be consistent on, oh, and the point about the box is, They're all typed out and every day of the month, (laughs) I feel like I need to provide a visual, but essentially I have, like, I try and check them off and it motivates me. So one of them is in bed by 12, which gets tricky because I could be in bed, but not asleep, right? So trying not to cheat the system, but ideal night routine, definitely do some work, write down my plan for the next day, clears my head a little bit, love to read, good skincare, good shower ice rolling in the morning and at night. I really enjoy it. A nice warm cup of tea has been the recent. And the big one, no phone. So hard. At least an hour before I really try to because I know my eyes. I don't, I mean, they say that like you stay up longer, but I really try and device out.
0: It's hard with the watch too, I think. I have to do not disturb. I agree. I mean, as soon as I wake up, I want to put that watch on and start getting my standing minutes and my steps uh, accounted for. But to do like the first hour of your day or the last hour of your day without any technology can be really challenging, especially if, like, I don't know, like, sometimes I'm laying like, in bed. Maybe I want to send like a good night message or I want to just do like one last scroll through social media before I like go to bed. It's like, okay, but now I need to like be up for like an hour and give myself that time and space to like decompress and like go to bed. So definitely it's tricky, but. Definitely doable. The check the box before 12 in bed thing. Mm. I love the idea. It sadly for me has not been happening. (laughs) Final season is approaching. Uh, Scary. Pretty scary out here. Uh, We're gonna make it through. We're gonna make it for sure. I think if I can, referencing the book that I'm trying to start reading this week, if I can get up at five, I don't think there's any way I'm going to be up past 12 number one because like I'll just be too tired too but also I'm gonna gain like a whole hour in the morning of extra time to do what I maybe would have done post 12
1: like am five is ideal I have to say like I really try to be up by six and like what I can get done right in the morning it it tires me out so much that I feel like the days where I have had really good days where a lot of the boxes have been checked off like physically and mentally,
0: I'm exhausted by 1030. Right. No, I agree with that. I also feel like I'm a big morning person. So for me, like my night routine is important, obviously, but because I prioritize my mornings, I feel like I put more weight and more like thought and care into my morning routine just because I feel like if I start the day off right. True. I'm setting myself up for success during the day. And then it's like, if I really get home at, you know, whatever time I get home after the like practice or a rehearsal or just like a study sesh, and I just want to shower, do skincare, and, like, go to bed, okay, fine, like, because you did so much extra work in the morning, like, you don't really need to do all of the other, like, self-care items, like, up in the evening, if you're, like, really that tired and just need sleep, then, like, just go to bed, but I need to start, I think that's, like, a goal for me, like, I want to find more balance and make sure my morning and evening routine get the same amount of, like, care and attention, my morning routine, though, changes every day because my schedule's not the same every day, like, I have some days, so Tuesday, Thursday, I have an 8 a.m., monday wednesday friday 9 30 sometimes it gets canceled and then that kind of is like oh that's weird i don't have class till 12 30 but like i'm not gonna sleep until noon because i've, I've done it a few times a semester and I just my whole day just feels wonky like don't hit that step count early enough i feel like i don't like eat breakfast i don't i don't know just like i feel off so i feel like just, your
1: circadian rhythm's yeah off. you have
0: to it's get out like it's so hard especially now like getting out of bed when it's so cold out or like you know like oh like I have a final today whatever but once you get out of bed it's so easy Like the hardest part is taking the comforter off and being like okay I think I'm out of bed and once you get, get up once rate. you get up like oh it's not I'm, I'm literally awake it's fine I'm not even tired like that's always what happens but you just have to get out of bed and then going off of that and this was a this was a tiny plug for um, one of our old fig book club things we fused a few weeks ago make your bed It's named the book, yes, but I really, really believe in this, and it sounds so silly, and it's so simple, but making your bed makes such a difference. I can't even, like, I can't, I will be running late, okay? Like, I'll wake up, and like, oh, crap, it's, it's 9.10, my class is at 9.30, and it's like a 20-minute walk away. I'm still making that bed. It might not be perfect, like, my pillows aren't fluffed, and the blanket's not, you know, perfectly creased or any but my bed's made because I know that if I rush out the door get to class maybe on time at that point but my bed's not made it's like in my head it doesn't even matter that I'm here on time because I didn't even set myself up for success I didn't do what I needed to do at home before I was out in the world like doing what I need to do out here I always make my bed even if I'm like could be late because of it and that might be crazy. That might be the OCD in me, but like I'm gonna defend that because if, for me it's like if I don't, I know my day's like eh, no not good. Um, always make the bed. So with you it on just, that. you get to achieve one thing. It's one task that you've already mastered, completed, done. Pat on the back. Your day's off to a good start.
1: When you come home too, like li- exactly. And the book. I was just gonna say yes yeah. When you come
0: home, like and you and you see like your bed's made you're less likely to crawl into it for a nap you're Huge. less likely to be like oh like it looks like someone was just in here lounging like now i'm in like a loungy vibe like no like if i come into my room and i'm tired but my bed's made i'm like oh i don't want to have to <laughs> i don't want to have to unmake it get in and remake it to you're me, so right. to ready for the gym or something in an hour like i'm just gonna sit at my desk and do some work like it's just kind of like that physical visual reminder like i'm gonna keep going it's not bedtime yet or like I don't know, but it it works. It's like a little life hack and I promise it works and you can read about that in the book and it'll change your life.
1: It's a great book. Lydia got it for me for a graduation gift and probably like one of the best things and I'll hold on to it forever. To go off of that, kind of a weird aside, but I was never able to do work in my bedroom since I was a child. I think I touched my desk in my room at home maybe a total of 10 times. I could never do it. I would make my bed when I was younger, but I noticed it even more. COVID definitely taught me to learn how to adapt that environment. But I noticed when I really started to like dive in on the making the bed, that book definitely helped me mm-hmm, in revamp. Sure. I was like, yeah, this is important. I'm like so much less likely to, like you said, just crawl in and you need to set yourself up for an environment. Another thing to kind of go off of that. I was a huge fan of blackout curtains. I mean, they're great. Like totally. You just, I mean, you eliminate any light coming in, right. You sleep like a baby, but I was, you know, I'd say, Oh, I'm going to nap or I'd wake up. And I had no idea of what the time was. Totally set me off. I think waking up with sunlight, even if it's tough and although it's not ideal, because now it's a little bit later, but go with the
0: environment, go with what like nature's telling us to do. Such a good point. So many people move into college and I feel like the first thing on their packing list is like, blackout God God curtains, God <laughs> to get those blackout curtains. I don't want to have Sunday scaries, like <laughs> whatever. I have never had blackout curtains. I had to get rid of them. I didn't want to get like out. Freshman year, I didn't have them because of the room aesthetic, like they just like I couldn't find a, a set that I was like, yeah, that matches. <laughs> and then I moved into Oaks and I don't know, I just never hung curtains in my room. I was like, oh, I like 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 I the natural light and I kind of have things propped up on my window that like curtains would cover. So I, I like it. I used to be annoyed by it, but the light that comes into the window and wakes me up is like so warming and refreshing. And it's just nice. But right now it does kind of stink because in the evening it gets so dark so early. And so I'll be sitting there with like only natural light doing work. And then all of a sudden it gets super dark. And I'm like, oh, did the light bulb go out? And then I realize I never even had the light on. Like the sun is setting now at like 4 30 p.m. Because it's like almost the dead of winter. So that's interesting. That's not fun. But like it's fine. <laughs> Something that
1: gets me going in the morning, even when it's obviously very dark outside. <laughs> this sounds crazy. And I feel like I've told a very few people I do this, but when I go and get my coffee in the morning. Windows down, no matter the temperature outside, music not blaring, but yeah. I'm having a pretty good jam session, getting hyped for the day and the cold air on my face. Yeah. If I wasn't awake before, <laughs> I was right definitely down. awake then, and with the coffee too. That's but it's smart, I should try It's me. a tough, it's like the ice bath. You I know, I was
0: just gonna say, I was just gonna say remember, like, the whole ice bath idea, which, like, I'm not there yet. I don't think my living situation is like equipped for a morning <laughs> ice bath at the moment, but hanks does a morning face dunk she takes um, a bowl and fills it with ice and i guess it's like really really cold tap water and dunks her head in it for i don't know the exact amount of time probably how long you can stand maybe like 20 30 seconds supposed to just like wake you up and de-puff your face kind of like the ice rolling idea but she also does so i have the ice roller i've been trying to use a lot and I have the bowl for the ice and the water, but sometimes if I don't wake up early enough, there's not enough time to like dunk my face in cold water. But it's on the list. That's gonna hopefully be added soon. Uh, but I think it's the same idea. Like just get uncomfortable and wake up and then you're gonna get like
1: you'll get your day going a little bit
0: faster if you wake up a tiny bit uncomfortable. Like it's kind of you're like lethargic when you wake up. If you wake up now, you have like the heat kicking. You probably were sleeping with like a really cozy blanket. Maybe you're in like comfy PJs. You don't want to get out of that. Like I want to lay in bed all day and not go do anything if I wake up all cozy. Like once you get up and you get uncomfortable, you're like, okay, let me get out of these clothes. Let me get dressed the today. Get out of here, start my day, whatever. So I think that's a good, good advice. I also like to light candles, but I will say that depending on my mood, that makes me just want to like crawl into bed and read. So sometimes not the move getting going in the day but for evening wind down i love a good candle capri blue candle from like anthropology is my favorite scent i have to say i used
1: to be a candle girl my migraines i noticed were getting worse and worse and my mom has been telling me for several years stop the candles you know it might be contributing and one of my friends grace i remember her also saying like, you know, maybe there's a connection. I had a candle right under my monitor. It relaxed me when I would study. And this was the last straw. The candle was melting the oh, monitor and I didn't realize. And after that, I was like, you know what, this is a sign. So I don't do candles. I do essential oils. Okay, yeah. yeah, Nice touch. I could no, see the it. Candle
0: points really like important. I think If anyone reads Dr. Cohen's book from last week, The Non-Toxic Living, I know some of them really do contain some toxic ingredients that definitely are probably not good for, you know, your health. But I think it's a give and take. So it's like, true. I'm not doing X, Y, and Z. I think lighting my candle is going to be okay. Yes. Definitely, like, in moderation. Like, I do switch back and forth between a candle and essential oils so It's just like a different vibe but I was over candling anything to get the room smelling yeah. good <laughs> one thing in my morning routine that I started
1: recently phone with the alarm on the other side of the room just with the winter because then I have to get up and with roommates I'm like they're gonna hear my alarms blaring so it really gets me going I really am trying to embrace the cold shower in the morning My dad has been doing that ever since we were younger. And I know he's awake because you'll, you'll (laughs) hear like a, ah, like for a second (laughs) (laughs) when the shower goes on, like, and my house is older and like it carries through, especially through COVID. That was like my morning, like wake up, but you know, I, it gets you going. And I think once you start doing it, it becomes more tolerable too.
0: No, I agree. That's a good idea. But the alarm, the cold shower. Mm. Honestly, I've done cold showers. Like, it's a lot. But, like, thing in the morning would be tough. But I think if you made it a habit, once it becomes a habit, it's done. It's easy. It's over with. You do it every day without even thinking about it. It's like brushing your teeth or walking. Like, you do it every day. You don't even think about it. Cold shower could potentially become that for you if you choose to make, <laughs> make it a safe. part of your life. Well, have, for us, we'll have to wait and see. TBD on that one. But on the alarm note, I've been using just, like, my iPhone as my alarm. I don't know if I'm like in a dream and I hear the alarm and think it's music or something and like smack it and then hit like snooze or hit turn off. But there's been a few occasions this semester where like my alarm set for eight because I have a class at 9.30 and I wake up at 10.30 to no alarm. Like what happened? I don't know. So I have been on the market for a better alarm clock something not attached to the phone that would number one I can get off the phone in the morning you know I don't have to even like look at it turn off my arm wake up but also something a little bit more reliable because I don't I don't know what's going on so if you have any recommendations let me know but also going off of that I always think of this I mean I'm not gonna buy this one because it was like so obnoxious when I used to sleep at my friend's house like in high school like for sleepovers she had this one that was like on wheels and it sat on her nightstand and when it would go off I mean it sounded like someone was breaking into your home like a, like a house alarm going off, but. It would roll off the table and, like, go all around the room. So you, number one, have to get up to get it because it was moving, you know, all over the place. It's on wheels. And it was so loud. There's no way you could possibly sleep through it. And it was, like, beeping with the lights and everything. It was crazy. I don't even know what the thing was called. But she was, like, the world's deepest sleeper. And her mom was, like, I'm not waking up for school every single day. So that was her solution. But
1: that's so funny you bring that up. Two years ago, I ordered something rather similar it was yeah. called i think it's called the sonic boom oh, or something like that and it looked like it was like a bomb or something that was going to explode but it was attached to this wire and it went <laughs> underneath your pillow oh. so it would like like this it, it i mean relative in the fact that it was so loud because yeah. i used to be a really deep sleeper but it would like shake like it would shake the pillow and i only did a few months of that it wasn't really helpful for me, but with the alarm, I started setting it to the more relaxing tone because that. the blaring, whenever I hear someone else's... Flight or flight kicks in I hear that.
0: I'm kidding. I'm like,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's scary. <laughs>
0: it's pretty frightening. Any last faves you want to throw in? I mean, this is like one we keep going back to like in every episode, but I think that just speaks to how important and applicable it is to everyone. Walking so simple, but that's a fig fave for us for sure. We walk daily, if not twice a day, three times a day. I mean, we walk to class, that's a given, but we go on walks and we just chat. It's usually a phone-free zone, I'd say. Not, Not like a rule, but like we're just so present Absolutely, walking in nature and talking to each other, catching up on our days, on our weekends, on our breaks, whatever. It may be that like it's a really good time to disconnect and just like Tune in, check in, unwind. I was in the spring, I guess, using them really as like a study break. We were going on some like one a.m. walks because we'd be <laughs> up studying so late. And we We're like, hey, like, are you up? Like, let's walk. And that's when we get a little bit closer to each other. But still, like, those walks are so awesome. So that's definitely a big favorite. I think it will be for a while.
1: I mean, it's so much harder,
0: I think, with the cold
1: weather, like you were saying, to get out. Yeah. But once you get out, I'm like, oh my god, this is great. And I've tried to incorporate new things like getting a coffee like locally or my tea which I've been into recently trying to build in I don't want to say rewards because I don't want to train myself to think oh I have to reward myself first to like do something or get used to that because that's why I'm with Starbucks right now I go oh you know I think I'd study a lot better if I went and got a coffee and I need to like... That's definitely scientifically backed somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I need to do a big deep dive
0: into (laughs) that one, but that might actually have some... positive
1: (laughs) reinforcement, I think. But the walks are so great. You layer up right and it works. I love the phone-free zone and it happens so organically Mm -hmm. and it's a really nice time to just check in. We should make a walking app. Honestly. honestly walking
0: app, walking clubs some, walking club something to get everyone w- out and walking <laughs> but I like seeing people on like walks especially in the neighborhood it's like oh hi! Like, when I walk at home I have <laughs> so many people walking at school some people will look at you like mm, you don't have a backpack on and you're kind of hustling like where, where are you going you know it's about the journey not the destination so we're dirty. walking to walk we're not walking somewhere like <laughs> And that's a great segue where we
1: have an upcoming episode on the power of walking. So stay tuned for that.
0: Looking forward to it. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We had a lot of fun sharing our big faves with you. This is a very spur of the moment decision to film this for you. But if if not now, then when? when? Exactly. We'll catch you in the next episode.